the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. X squared, so that delta X equals the square root of 0.077 A squared minus zero, from which we derive the square root of 0.077 A squared. And also, the uncertainty in P is equal to the square root of bracket P squared minus bracket P squared, which also equals the square root of H over A squared, which lets us delta X, delta P equals the square root of 0.077 A squared, H over A squared, and 1.74 H bar, okay? The uncertainty principle. It proves we can't ever really know what's going on. But even though you can't figure anything out, you will be responsible for it on the midterm. Everybody, this is Ed Hoffman, and welcome to the main event. I start opening up with that scene from a movie called A Serious Man, which, if you haven't seen it, I just played you the, really the only good scene. It's kind of a it's kind of a nobody movie that I I think uh, my wife bought a, like a four pack of movies with uh, John Turturro or somebody in it, and uh, and uh, this happened to be one of them. And I said, eh, I got it. I'll watch it. And that one scene, that one scene is really the only good part. Uh, the uncertainty principle means we can never know what's going on, which is kind of uh, what we're seeing. You know, the, the contrast between Trump and Biden, Trump being so transparent, telling us what he thinks, telling us what he's going to do, actually following through with what he's going to do, having things make sense. And then we see Biden comes in with all the, the former Obama uh, administration People that have no clue how th- how life works, how the economy works, how uh, human human behavior works. So you know, and and um, unintended consequences of certain things. You know, hey, we're going to give everybody help out unemployment, but hey, that's not going to get our economy going back because people making too much money on unemployment, they don't want to go to work. It's a it's a all mixed up as the song was all mixed up by the cars from the 1970s. What a great group. Uh, so anyway, uh, so I'm going to talk about all the mixed up stuff that's going on this week and, uh, and, and my opinion of it. And before I do, uh, let me, uh, let me introduce myself for those of you who don't know who I am. My name is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding. If you're interested in getting involved in any of the fantastic opportunities that are real estate and you need financing, you want to talk to someone who, who thinks like you. And by the end of the show, uh, if you're still listening, you probably think like me. And so I'm the, I'm your guy. Call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And uh, one last time, dear night, toll free, area code 855-640-2020. If you want to get in touch with me, but you don't want to talk on the phone because it's kind of personal and it seems so, um, it seems so, seems so, uh, so personal because now I hear your voice and, you know, I might actually look at your credit report and I might actually uh, ask you some personal questions. And now you, I hear your voice and, and uh, you know, you just don't want to go to that level of commitment just yet. Go to edhoffman.net, click on the summit funding logo. That'll take you to my lending page, put in as much information as you want me to have. And uh, you'll hear back from 
myself or one of my talented teammates, and we'll help you find the missing pieces to your real estate financing puzzle. Whether that's uh, purchasing a a piece of property you'd like to own, or whether it's refinancing a a piece of property you already own, or if it's uh, looking into one of those fantastic uh, financing tools for people over 62 called the Reverse Mortgage, uh, call me toll-free, 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net. And we'll uh, help you find uh, find out about what's this reverse mortgage thing all about. You know, you can refinance a house with equity uh, with the reverse mortgage. You can also buy a house. So if you're if you're thinking, hey, it's time to downsize or it's time to to move out of this crappy California neighborhood and get into a different neighborhood, um, whether that's in California or one of the following states: Nevada, Arizona, Texas, Utah, Colorado. Arkansas, Georgia, Tennessee, Florida, Montana, Idaho, Oregon, Washington. I don't think I left any out. I think that's I think that's Ohio. Uh, any of those fifteen states, uh, I can help you out in in relocating or buying an uh, extra house there, so you have a quick escape. Um, and you can buy those with a reverse mortgage. So if you're buying a four hundred thousand dollars house, you can put down like two hundred thousand and have no payments, just as if you paid cash for it. So anyway, if you want more information. 855-640-2020 or edhoffman.net. Click on the Summit Funding logo. If you want to hear any part of the show replayed, also on edhoffman.net, click on the podcast page and you'll have this show as well as several past shows. And you can also get the podcast uh, on uh, SoundCloud or iTunes uh, where you can actually, uh, or Apple Podcast, where you can actually uh, uh, subscribe for free. It'll download automatically once a week to your uh, to your computer or your iPad or your iPod or your mini pad or your max maxi pad or your iPhone or your iWatch anywhere where you can get a uh, a podcast on you can hear it on demand if you're looking for this show and you can't find it you're not trying hard enough um follow me on Twitter at Ed Hoffman all the other social medias I'm at big Ed, at big Ed Hoffman uh the Facebook page is uh, facebook.com slash the main event Ed Hoffman and if you have comments on the show uh, email me at ed at edhoffman.net <clears throat> or fill out the, the, uh, the, the, uh, contact uh, page contact form on edhoffman.net, which a lot of you have been doing. Um, you know what, um, uh, a few little, a few little things that pop, pop into my brain before I get into the big stuff is, uh, you know, a lot of people are talking about the, the Joe Biden, uh, Coast Guard joke. Joe Biden gave his first commencement address at, as commander in chief. What a great guy for a commencement speech. Can you imagine people go through college or they go through a a Coast Guard Academy or they go through a West Point or they go, you know, just what you want to do is you, you, you grind yourself through, through all this hard work and studying and all whatever it takes to get through the, uh, the Coast Guard Academy. And, uh, and one thing you really want is somebody inspirational like Joe Biden. So, uh, it was there he fumbled a joke and called the graduates dull for not laughing. Let's listen. I can only assume that you will enjoy educating your family about how the Coast Guard is, quote, the hard nucleus around the Navy forms in times of war. You are a, you're a really dull class. I mean, come on, man. Is the sun getting to you? I would think you'd have an opportunity when I say that about the Navy to clap, but being here together. Yeah. Uh, golf clap everybody. Cause uh, the guy who calls himself president uh, just told you he made a funny joke. Did it, did it make sense to any, any one of you? I don't think so because he didn't say it right. And, uh, and of course we're going to ignore the fact that, that uh, Biden's speechwriters are just spe- uh, just stealing speeches from Ronald Reagan from 31 years earlier in 1988. Reagan said this. My Coast Guard aides have been excellent. One of them taught me that, and I quote, the Coast Guard is that hard nucleus about which the Navy forms in time of war. Yeah, I think, uh, now that you so, hey, it's the hard nucleus about which the Navy forms when they're going into war. So they form around the hard nucleus about which around which whichever one he said now listen to now listen to biden again how he said it i can only assume that you will enjoy educating your family about how the coast guard is quote the hard nucleus around the navy forms in times of war 
You are a quiet, you're a really dull class. Yeah, what a, uh, I mean, come what on, is, man. It's just, what an excellent delivery. What an excellent delivery. You know, it's, uh, it, uh, reminds me of a clip from, uh, from, uh, a good year. Good morning, lab rats. Today we're shifting gear. Today is greedy bastard day. The secret to riches, lab rats. It's the same as the secret to comedy. Timing. You know, that delivery thing is, that delivery thing on comedy, that's the reason why uh, you can't just go up with a joke book and uh, do stand-up. You got you to gotta know how to deliver stuff. So it's, a, it's kind of a talent. Kind of a talent. So let's talk about what's going on this week, and uh, let's talk about uh, uh, mass confusion. Not mass confusion. Mask confusion. Joe Biden's announcement that vaccinated people can stop wearing masks in public has resulted in national confusion. I know my confusion is I walk in a place without a mask and I say, do I need to wear a mask? I walk into El Pollo Loco the other day to order some food. I said, do I need to wear this? And the guy goes, no. All right. I like that. But that's not everywhere. That's not everywhere. Last week's CDC guidance based on new science that no one has produced because it doesn't exist so, but their guidance contrasts the decisions of several private companies and the mandates of, of various states like ours. Companies like Home Depot, Trader Joe's, Walmart, and Target have removed their store mask mandates, but not in California. You know what? Why would you want to buy a house in another state other than California? And I don't know. I don't know, but I got one in Montana. I got one in uh, Arizona, so uh, I'm prepared so in California, where Gavin Newsom has said the mask mandate is still in place until June 15th. So if you go into one of these stores here, you're still getting a dirty look if you don't have your mask on. In fact, I think I said this uh, last week. I was in uh, CBS in Moreno Valley, and uh, some lady go, I was had my mask, and I pulled it down under my mouth so the lady could hear me. And, uh, and the lady behind me in line says, you're not wearing your mask properly. You're not wearing your mask properly. And I said, well, okay, I guess I'm not protected then. Well, either are the rest of us. And I don't think that's uh, how things work, but we're going to talk about that as we go along. But according to our state secretary of health, Dr. Mark Gailey, this is for our own good. This four-week period will give Californians time to prepare for this change. Sounds like a scene from Rudy. You ready, champ? I'm ready for this my whole life. Can you take us out on feet? Yeah, we've been ready for this. Are we? Do we need to prepare for not wearing masks? We've been doing it our whole life. I don't understand what the. Well, this is going to give us time to prepare. Prepare for this change of not wearing masks. I got an idea. Just take it off. On Monday, Biden gave a speech that was supposed to clear up the confusion, but did it? Last week. The CDC announced that if you're fully vaccinated, you no longer have to wear a mask. They reported that science, the science now shows that your vaccination protects you as well as being masked or better than being masked. So you can protect yourself from serious illness from COVID by getting vaccinated or wearing a mask until you're fully vaccinated. Either way, you're protected. As I said last week, some people may want to continue to wear a mask, even if they are fully vaccinated. That's a decision they can make. Some businesses may want to continue to require wearing masks. Let's all be kind and respectful to one another as we come out of this pandemic and respect those who want to continue to wear a mask, even if they've been vaccinated. Hey, you know what? I remember seeing a lady in the store, an Asian lady in the store wearing a mask uh, before COVID was even, a, we weren't on lockdown. We weren't on any of this stuff. They were just talking about a little bit in the news. And this Asian lady's walking through the store with a mask on. I'm thinking, why is she wearing a mask? But you know what? I didn't, I didn't get in her face and say, why are you wearing a mask? I didn't uh, question her, her, free, her free will to wear a mask if she wants. Maybe she just doesn't uh, like the smell of uh, that particular store. I don't know. Uh, maybe she likes the smell of her breath that, that much, but whatever the case, you know, did that, did that, and that, did that statement by Biden really clear anything up? Because again, his delivery isn't really clear. You know, they talked about Reagan being the, 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 the great communicator 
And I think Trump was a pretty good communicator because everybody knew what was going on. He had, everybody knew what he meant when he said stuff because um, he made it clear. Biden's just rambling about stuff and he doesn't have voice inflection or pauses or any any clear communication. And uh, and we don't know really what's going on. So meanwhile, Nancy Pelosi issued a $500 fine to these congressional Republicans for not wearing masks on the House floor. Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia, Chip Roy from Texas, Lauren Boebert from Colorado, Thomas Massey from Kentucky, and Madison Cawthorn from North Carolina. Uh, Beth Van Doon from Texas, Louis Gomert from Texas, Ralph Norman from South Carolina, Marty uh, Mary Miller from uh, Illinois, and uh, Brian Mass from Florida. Brian Mass said it was the best $500 I ever spent. He also tweeted this. Pelosi just fined me $500 for not wearing a mask on the House floor, despite CDC.gov saying it's safe to take them off. I fought and lost two legs defending our freedom from terrorists, so I certainly won't let Pelosi take it away now. You know what? Uh, Brian Mass, thank you for your service and your sacrifice for this country. I'm sorry for uh, you and others like you um, that have uh, paid that price to see our country uh, swirling around the toilet bowl and ready to go down for everything that we that we believe in. So, uh, you know, they're just going to, you know, notice none of the Democrat, none of the Democrats got fined, only Republicans. And maybe the Democrats are just uh, maybe that they, they just have a better way of organizing. They're getting everybody to to wear their masks. And the Republicans just say, hey, uh, I'm not a sheep. You know, this this whole covid thing was a experiment to see how gullible the American people are. Hey, let's just tell them there's a there's this COVID thing out there and see if we can get people to stay in their houses. Let's see if we can get people to uh, wear masks all the time. Let's see if we can get people to uh, get freaked out and buy all the toilet paper. Let's see if we can, let's just see how gullible the American people are. And uh, then, then eventually we'll just start putting their food in a little, in a little clicker. And every time we ring the bell, they'll run up and push a button and a little, little bite of food will come out. We'll see how, how much uh, these people are like uh, lab rats. So uh, uh, Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, was asked about the fines in her press conference Thursday. Here's what she said. Well, what the uh, what the uh, attending physician and that's the guidance we have to go by uh, said is unless people are vaccinated, we have to continue to wear masks uh, in our meetings and on and on the floor. And so that's what we are doing. Uh, It is unfortunate that. A large number of people in the Congress have refused to be vaccinated, or I don't know what it is. I don't know, refused or or have been vaccinated and don't want to admit. I don't know what that is because I shouldn't know. It's it's their personal business. Uh, but until they, as, as the doctor said, until they are vaccinated, we cannot have uh, meetings without masks. Oh, wait a minute. Do you hear any? This is this is the uncertainty principle. This is why you can never know what's going on. Wait, didn't Biden just say that you're protected if you've had the the vaccination better than wearing a mask? So would you assume that you're vaccinated so you're not in any danger? So if the people that aren't wearing masks, whether they've been vaccinated or not, shouldn't really matter to anybody else, should it? I don't know. This is called deductive reasoning. I don't know. It just. You know, when I hear when I hear, hey, the CDC says you're safe if you've been vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask inside or outside. That's the guidance we have to go after. No, the attending physician says until everybody's been vaccinated. I don't understand why that puts anybody else at risk if they've been vaccinated. One reporter asked Pelosi how long she plans to continue this mask mandate in the White House. Will uh, will she wait for everyone to get vaccinated? for them to be vaccinated because they are selfishly a danger to other people, including staff people here. Uh, so uh, while we all hopeful uh, that we can reach a place where it is safe for people to be. What is this? The honor system, the honor system as to whether somebody has been vaccinated. Do you want them breathing in your face on the strength of their honor? We have a responsibility to make sure that the House of the Representatives chamber is not a petri dish for the, uh, because of the selfishness of some not to be vaccinated. Oh, we want to make sure that the 
the House of Representatives is not a petri dish. Yeah, it's just breeding disease in there. Uh, you know what? Uh, do you want someone breathing in your face when they haven't been vaccinated? No, 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 no. You're backwards, Nancy Pelosi. It's time for you to retire. It's time for you to go away. You don't understand. They just said you're safe. You're safe if you've been vaccinated. So if you're safe, then it doesn't really matter if the other people have been vaccinated because you're safe. And what Joe Biden said is it's you're actually protected as good or better than wearing a mask. So why does any of this stuff matter? And you know what? If you don't want someone breathing in your face, tell them to step back. We talked about this about, uh, hey, you know, when the CDC a couple of months ago said, well, six feet, we're really, we're really thinking you're, you're good, with, uh, you're good with, with three feet. And I said three feet isn't social distancing. Three feet is your personal space. If someone gets, gets closer than three feet to me, it better be my wife. So, or, or unless I'm giving you a hug or something for a, for a, uh, for a couple of seconds, that's it. That's it. So if someone's breathing in your face, you want someone breathing in your face? No, I don't want anybody breathing in my face. That's why I have my personal space. You've seen those, uh, if you've seen those bumper stickers that say, if you can read this bumper sticker, you're too close back off. Okay. So let's talk about COVID relief fraud that's been uh, coming out this week. Uh, File this under things we could have predicted a year ago, things I've been actually saying that I've witnessed uh, in the past year. Uh, The Labor Department estimates at least $63 billion in COVID relief has been wasted on fraudulent claims. Man, I could have never predicted that. Now the Justice Department has assembled a task force to root out COVID relief fraud across all 50 states. Here are just some of the known cases of high-dollar COVID relief fraud. This week, eight Brooklyn residences, all males in their teens, all in their early 20s. We won't talk about anything else that uh, that they all eight had in common because we don't want to be called racist. But they all had some things in common. We're charged with conspiracy and fraud for a scam to obtain millions of dollars in unemployment benefits funded by COVID relief programs. From June of last year to April of this year, they submitted fraudulent unemployment claims to New York Department of to the New York Department of Labor using the identities of third-party victims. Ultimately, they raked in two million dollars. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office, several of them were caught after posting photos on social media in which they were holding and fanning out large sums of cash. Well, are you are you stupid or something? Well, these guys are all in their teens, so yeah, they are stupid or something. But you know, they figured a way. How to how to fraudulently make uh, make unemployment claims and have checks sent to them, or I guess unemployment is transferred into a bank account and they put their bank account instead of somebody else's bank account, and all of a sudden they have all kinds of cash. Reminds me of a of a, a story about um, a guy who robbed a bank, but apparently had his wallet in his hand, and when he grabbed the money and left, he left his wallet on the on the counter at the bank. So I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe that's how stupid people are. Last month, last month, here's the next one going up uh, with bigger chunks. That was uh, $2 million. Now here's last month, a Florida couple was charging a $5 million COVID relief scam. Since last March, last March of last year, the couple submitted at least 70 fraudulent loan applications seeking funds from the Paycheck Protection Program and Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program. So that's uh, EIDL and the PPP. Listing shell companies that they or their relatives set up. I think if I go back and listen to some of my old tapes of uh, my shows, I think I I predicted there was going to be a run on uh, on LegalZoom to set up corporations. Pay ninety nine bucks, get a corporation, then file a claim and get ninety nine thousand. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's me. I just predicted this stuff. Records show they use use some of the money to pay off a luxury vehicle while about 62000 was spent at casinos. They were also caught on social media after posting Facebook video showing a hotel room littered with $100 bills and at least 5000 in merchandise from Louis Vuitton. You know, you, you, know, that, you know that you got money that wasn't yours because you just dumped 62000 spent at casinos. Um, you know what? I personally, I personally, uh, uh, I can tell you a story about um, gambling 
that, uh, you know, and I just, Don and I have a place in uh, Bullhead City right across from Laughlin, and we go to Las Vegas occasionally. Well, not, not, not again until the, uh, till it's completely open, but, uh, and it clean and it's cleaned up. But, you know, I just don't, I just don't gamble a lot. I don't gamble a lot because I work for my money. And, and if I win a thousand bucks, it doesn't change my life. And if I lose five bucks, it, it angers me. So, so I'm just not a good person for gambling um, just by the nature of, of how it works. Um, and these guys go in there with get $5.8 million of, of scam money, and they just blow it because it's not theirs. Kind of like all the money people are getting from unemployment uh, when they're, while they're working under the table somewhere. Hey, there's a lot more of this stuff to talk about, but I'm all out of time for part one of the main event. So uh, give me five minutes for traffic, weather, commercials, and sports, and I'll be right back with the rest. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9210 NMLS ID number 1-844-2-6-5-8. And welcome back to part two of the main event. My name is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding. I don't talk a lot about uh, real estate and finance on the radio, which is what I do. But if uh, uh, I could, I could talk for hours on it. But I found by trial and error, and by uh, by just testing this theory that you guys listen more to stuff you're interested in. So if you're not in the market, not in the market for a for a refinance or purchasing a house, then you just don't pay attention as close. So, uh, but if you are, if you are interested in finding out interest rates are still low, they were a little bit lower a few, few months back, but the interest rates are still low. It's uh, good. If you're buying a house, it's good. If you're uh, refinancing a house and it's great. If you're uh if you're a senior and you want to check out one of those uh, reverse mortgage things, because the lower the interest rate is the more, more percentage of your, uh, of your, uh, of your equity you get to get out. So anyway, if you want more information, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020, 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Um, so we were talking about the uh, COVID relief fraud that's going on, and we just talked about these uh, these teens that scammed a bunch of uh, unemployment claims uh, and got $2 million and uh, eight teenagers and uh and they got all this stuff and they went on social media and flashed all the money on the on the social media and then then this Florida couple that charged uh 5.8 million dollars of covid uh uh covid relief money they scammed by uh, submitting uh paycheck protection programs and the EIDL loans from the SBI SBA uh listing shell companies that uh they set up on uh, probably on LegalZoom and uh which I predicted and uh and they they also went on social media and and uh showed all their money and their their hotel room littered with $100,000 bills and uh and uh, uh at least $5,000 of merchandise from Louis Vuitton and they do this stuff because it's not their money it's not their money and i told you the story of the of uh of me and gambling and why i don't do that i'll give you another i'll give you another example of why people don't mind spending the money when they scammed it um we were in Las Vegas. I was just starting to develop some wealth and we were in the, I think we're at the Mirage and Don and I stopped at a, at a watch store in the hotel. And we're looking at a, at a, a Rolex and a Rolex watch that was $10,000. So that's not even an expensive Rolex. Um, and uh, Don said, get it. You deserve it. You work hard for your money. We can afford it. And I said, mm, I'm, 
not feeling that wrapping $10,000 around my wrist to tell me what time it is. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And we walked, you know, uh, later that year, she bought it. She bought it and gave it to me for Christmas. So, uh, and then, uh, so I got it anyway, and I still have, have it today. And, uh, but later that weekend, we were walking by one of their, you know, you walk down the, the little thing with all the shops in there and, uh, and there's a expensive, expensive suit place. And there's a shirt and tie in the shirt and tie in there. It's some Italian maker. And we went in and looked at it and it's like 600 bucks for the shirt and the tie. And I'm going, mm, I'm not feeling 600 bucks, but you know, we walked by it a couple more times. I said, okay, I'll treat myself to that. And, uh, but you know what, the reason that, that I have the money and I, and I don't easily, I don't just throw it away because I worked for it. There's a lesson there, folks. If you work for something, you value it. You don't waste it. You don't throw it away. When we just give it to people, they don't value anything and, and they throw it away. Let's talk about the next uh, fraud. Um, this one's more local. This one's in January. Two Orange County men were charged in a scheme that cost Californians $11 million. The man opened a business called Win Social Services. Okay, so N-G-U-I-E-N, Social Services. Um, not to put any color on this about uh, what kind of people are doing this, um, but uh, the purpose of this was to help people file fake unemployment claims after the first round of enhanced benefits from the CARES Act. Orange County prosecutors say the men were charging up to $700 a pop to file false unemployment claims. And the police raided their strip mall store in Garden Grove, where there was a line of customers sneaking around the parking lot and huge stacks of cash inside the store. Hmm. When there's an opportunity to get free money, they'll pay up to $700 cash up front to file a phony claim so that they can get free money from the government. In California, some... Some of the uh, fraud was enabled by leaders who made, uh, made hasty decisions at the start of COVID. One of them is Julie Su, the head of California's Labor and Workforce Development, and one of Biden's top picks for U.S. Sec- uh, Labor Secretary from the, Hill on, uh, from, the, from the Hill on May 8th. They said, the most significant fraud on taxpayer funds in California history took place at the Employment Development Department, the EDD. Here's how it went down. When the pandemic hit, millions of Californians tried to apply for unemployment insurance benefits. In response, the EDD system crumbled. That means their computers crashed. Fewer than 1% of the calls were answered by agency helpline. The outrage was so great that the state leaders demanded an EDD audit. The audit showed that the EDD leaders, including Julie Sue, decided to respond to the pandemic chaos by allowing staff to cut corners on unemployment verification. So uh, we don't really need to check and see if these people are real. Let's just not make anybody mad. We'll just send them money. As a result, California paid out more than $11 billion in fraudulent unemployment claims to, on Sue's watch, including $1 billion to convicted criminals, some of which were on death row. They're sending unemployment stuff, unemployment claims to someone on death row. Hmm, you think that guy was really unemployed? Think that guy really had a job? He's sitting there waiting, waiting for the for the the wheels of of justice to turn and so that once he's once they're threatened, once they're sentenced to death, let's just keep him alive for another 20 years at the taxpayer's uh, expense. A fraudulent claim was even made in the name of Senator Dianne Feinstein. Uh how do we know? How do we know it was fraudulent? Maybe Dianne Feinstein really filed that claim. Hmm. Could happen. Might have happened. Um, But when announcing the results of the audit, Sue didn't seem to take much responsibility. Remember, this is who Biden wanted to appoint to run the Department of Labor for the entire country. There is no sugarcoating the reality. California did not have sufficient security measures in place to prevent this level of fraud. Of the $114 billion in unemployment benefits paid by California since March, approximately 10% has been confirmed as fraudulent. Well, you know, the the uh, California just didn't have sufficient security measures in place. Well, maybe you guys should have just taken some uh, common sense to do that. Um, and I think about I think about um, before I got custody of my kids when they were little, 
my uh, my uh, the 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 egg donor that created created my kids um, that became my ex. Um, I was paying her child support while she while she had custody of the kids, even though even though I went for custody and I didn't get it. Then uh, she kept using child support money for something other than taking care of the kids. And she got evicted from her place a couple of times. And then I said, Hey, kids need to be in stable environments. They were two and three said, they're staying with me. When you want to see them, just call ahead of time. And, uh, and you could take them. Well, one day she took them to the welfare office and said, I'm not, my ex is not paying child support. And she had the kids with them and she filed a, a welfare claim. And about a year later, about a year later, um, I had to renew my real estate license and, uh, and when I did all, I sent in all my stuff, they sent me a letter saying, here, here's your real estate license. We, we extended it for 120 days. Well, typically it's four years at a time. This time it was four months because you're, you come up on the, uh, on the deadbeat dad's list. So I called the, uh, I called the, the, the deadbeat dad's section of the, uh, of the district attorney's office in Riverside. And I said, Hey, the kids, I don't pay child support because the kids live with me. Well, our records show the kids live with your ex. And I said, well, that's not the case because she kept getting evicted. So I'm making sure they have a stable house. She goes, well, she came in here and said that you weren't paying her. And I said, well, she could say anything, but that's not the truth. She goes, well, I said, why don't you at least call me and see if, if any of that stuff was true? Because my, even though I've moved a couple of times, my phone number has remained the same. And she goes, you know how much it would cost for us to have to call on every one of these things? I said, how much did it cost? The fact that you just didn't call on, the, on those things. <clears throat> that led to my next uh, child custody battle, which I won. And uh, I would assume they were going to go after her for welfare fraud. Um, but I would assume they probably never did just because that's how our Justice Department works. But uh, that's how things go. The government doesn't take the time and there's there's always time to do it over but there's never time to do it right the first time there's always there's never time to do it right there's always time to do it over so let's just spend gazillions of dollars fixing it going after people who got the money and spent it you're never going to get them back you're never going to get the money back uh you could put them in jail if you want which will cost us more money but put them in jail anyway because it's worth it um but the uh we just don't we don't have the safeguards and too many people are whining. So we just gave them the money. Amazing. So let's talk about uh, the new Joe Biden's uh, how he's trying to buy the love of the American people. Um, you know, he, there's, there's so many people in this country that will just love, love on Biden as long as he's given them money. Uh, problem is, is Biden doesn't have any money to give the money he's given is ours. For those of you that have, half your paycheck and don't get it all back taken by the, by the government. And then at the end of the year, you don't get it back. You're paying taxes. Those of you that pay a little bit each, each paycheck. And then at the end of the year, you get more than what you paid in. Okay. You guys don't pay taxes. So uh, right or wrong, that's just how it is. So um, on Monday, the final extended deadline to file taxes, he made an announcement that 39 families, 39 million families, who receive child tax credits will now receive payments monthly. The payments are normally given annually as tax refunds or tax credits in case you owe money. For the first time in history, they'll be distributed monthly starting on July 15th. This is part of the expanded child tax credit program in Biden's American Rescue Plan. Of course, that was that was the first one before the before the jobs plan and before the family plan uh, for the other four hundred trillion four hundred. Uh, Two four trillion dollars before the other four trillion dollars. How does it work, Joe? It's a one-year cut that reduces your taxes by three thousand dollars a year for each child you have under the age of eighteen. Two kids, it's a six thousand dollar tax cut. And if those kids are under the age of six, they'll actually get three thousand six hundred dollars per child. So as you file your taxes a day know that your tax cut is coming. But this here's the great news. You won't have to wait until your next year's tax return to get that break. I'm announcing today that on July 15th and the 15th of every month thereafter throughout the year, you will get deposited in your bank account half of your tax cut at least 
$250 per child each month. Yeah, $250, $250 per child each month. They're going to deposit. Now, re, now, responsible budget. Responsible budgeting would say, pay your taxes and, uh, and your bills all year, and we'll give you, uh, give you the credit towards your taxes when it's time to true up everything. When it's time to balance, that means file your taxes and say, okay, this is what I paid. This is what I made. Uh, where are we at? Okay, well, you didn't quite pay enough. So you owe us another 900 bucks or you owe us another 9,000 bucks or whatever it is. Or, hey, you paid up and with, with all these taxes, you get a refund. Okay. Or if you're, if you're a little bit more better, if you're a little bit smarter at math and if you're a little bit smarter about how taxes work and you need that money up front, you raise your exemptions on your, uh, on your W-4 form with your, for your, with your uh, employer. So you get a little bit more money back. So you won't just won't pay that money in. And when you get tax credits, you're even. Um, that would be, that would be the, the normal way to do it. But instead the government wants to write checks to you. They don't know if the kids still live with you. They don't even know if you're still there. Remember how they sent out ballots for mail-in balloting? You know, they sent in everybody who's ever, everybody who's ever registered to vote. So, you know, if, if you rent an apartment and you registered to vote there and then you moved out, and then somebody else moved in the apartment for the next couple of years, and then they moved out, and then somebody rented the apartment for the next few years. So if you read, if you if you registered twenty years ago, that apartment got like uh, ten different ballots for ten people that didn't that don't live there anymore. They just sent one to everybody, so that won't that won't uh, create fraud, will it? So this is what the government's doing with three hundred dollars, three thousand dollars a year. Or $3,600 a year if you're under six. Tell us more, Joe. So if you're a working family with two kids, you're going to get $500 a month into your bank account on the 15th of every month starting July. We're getting, uh, and and we are getting you a, a tax cut this year now when you need it and not have to wait. And if you get your tax cut refund deposited in your bank account automatically, this tax cut will be put into your account automatically. If not, it will be mailed to you. This tax cut sends a clear and powerful message to American workers, working families with children. Help is here. Yeah. Help is here. Help is here. You know what? Uh, I just I just don't think this make, sends the right message. How many more babies will will be will be will be born out of wedlock if we keep uh, uh, policies like this? Well, you know, we just have kids, just have kids. I talked to uh, one of my renters who uh, sold six of my rental houses, and they wanted to buy the they wanted to buy the house. And I said, okay, if you want to buy it, you can buy it. Um, except for uh, they have they have uh, while we've been talking about this for six months, she decided to just file bankruptcy on one of her to file bankruptcy in January. And I'm going, wait a minute, what did you file bankruptcy on? How much did you owe? 14,000. And I said, well, how are you going to buy a house? Well, I've got, I got, I got $14,000 in, in cash. I'm just not sure how I, how I use that. So number one, we can't use cash. Number two, if you had 14,000, why don't you pay your bills? But you don't qualify now. How about, how about your daughter? Your daughter uh, wants to help uh well you know she's getting ten thousand dollars on her income tax refund okay well what does she do well she uh she gets paid to uh she gets paid to take care of me nineteen hundred dollars a month well how are you gonna afford an eighteen hundred dollar house payment if your whole income is nineteen hundred um how about how about her husband well she's not married well she just had a baby uh how about her baby daddy Oh, I don't want him on. I said, well, if he if you don't want him co-sign him for your house, why would you let him have a kid with your with your daughter? Well, you know, and I say, how's she getting? How's she going to get a ten thousand dollar refund if she's uh, if only she only makes nineteen hundred dollars a month? Oh, because we have kids. Oh, I get it. I get it. I don't want to point fingers at anybody, but this is this is these are the unintended unintended consequences of some of the policies in this country and how people just abuse them. And the policies of this administration are what's wrong with this country. And because it just makes people react different. It's not okay to stay at home and just, and do nothing and just wait for your money to come in. And can you see how, how step by step by step, 
They're getting people um, uh, dependent on the government. And I've used this example many times, but you know, if you go up to Mammoth Lakes, there's stickers all over the places that please don't feed our bears. Is that because is that because they don't like bears? They don't want the bears to eat. No, they don't want them to get dependent on people. They want them to live in their natural environments and and find berries and stuff that how they eat normally. They don't want them coming into town, being around the people, looking for people to throw them food. Don't feed the bears. Stop feeding the people. The government needs to stop feeding the people so they don't become uh, dependent on it. So let's talk about uh, let's talk about Israel and Hamas. What's going on over there before we run out of time today? Thanks to some diplomacy help from uh, from Egypt, Israel and Hamas announced a ceasefire Thursday, ending a bloody 11, 11 day war that caused widespread destruction spanning Israel, the Palestinian territories, and parts of Lebanon. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's office said. Israel accepted the Egyptian proposal after a late-night meeting of his security cabinet. Hamas quickly followed suit and said it would honor the deal as well. To recap how this latest episode started, in April, there was an an eviction dispute in Jerusalem neighborhood. So six Palestinian families faced eviction from houses they claimed to have lived in since the 1950s. So, hey, you're not supposed to be here. You You have to go. Okay, well, they disputed it, but it doesn't matter what happened in the 1950s. This is today. You got to go find a place to live. Hey, you know what? You don't have to go home, but you just can't stay here. By the first week of May, this sparked clashes between Palestinians and Israeli security forces around that neighborhood. So now everybody's getting, uh, getting all riled up. Violence between Arabs and Jews spread to other parts of the city and triggered several riots. On May 7th, fighting broke out over the Islamic, Islamic mosque compound on Jerusalem's Temple Mount, Temple Mount, a Jewish ho- uh, holy site. Fighting ensues. The Israeli Defense Force makes, moves in to protect the site, and Hamas gets involved on the other side and says they'll strike Jerusalem if uh, the IDF doesn't withdraw by May 10th. They didn't, so Hamas fired the first rocket. So, you know what, I've said this before, Dennis Prager has a, has a Prager University video and it says and it talks about how uh how the Israelis and the Palestinians have been fighting for years. But he said if the if the Palestinians laid down their laid down their weapons, there'd be peace in that region forever. But if the Israelis laid down their weapons, all the Israelis would be dead because that's what the Palestinians want. They want they want death to uh, infidels. So anybody that doesn't who's not Muslim, they want to kill them. They they uh, they treasure life as much as or they treasure death as much as we tre- treasure life, and so that's what happens. Someone starts it. Someone has to finish it. The ceasefire was Thursday, but Wednesday night we were treated to an exchange on Hannity between Geraldo Rivera, uh, Hannity, and and Dan Bongino. Listen to this uh, dumpster fire. If innocent people die, you blame the people that start the war. There are dozens of Palestinian children dead. There are dozens of Palestinian children dead. And whose fault is that? With with ammunition provided to Israel by the United States without even a demand for a ceasefire. I demand a ceasefire. I demand demand that Israel win the war. Israel needs to win the war against terrorism and terrorists that are firing rockets at their people. Let's kill them all. Let's kill all these these children. Dan. Geraldo, you do this every time. It, it, this is such garbage, and I'm really, I'm really getting sick of it. You play this emotional game with the audience and use your position of responsibility to put out misinformation you know, and BS. You did the police thing. Address the issue. You had the guts to address the issue and not address it. This is not about me. You didn't come on the show to attack me. You came on the show to talk about the issue. Because again, you have a point about the issue. Your position of authority. I'm sick of you, Bongino. I'm sick of you. You're a punk. Absolutely. Punk. Outrage. <laughs> Geraldo, You're let him an talk. uncontrolled lunatic. Geraldo, I'm sorry, let him talk. Because you can't. Yeah, uh, Geraldo is an out of control lunatic. He was losing it. He was losing it. Brings me to a, uh, a clip from the Titanic. No diamonds. You know, boss, the same thing happened to Geraldo and his career never recovered. Turn the camera off. 
Yeah, Geraldo uh, in his uh, in the vault where Capone hid stuff, and they had this big expose live on TV, and there was nothing in it. You know what? Uh, uh, apparently, Geraldo's never figured out, figured out uh, how to get his uh, his uh, career back online. You know, he's he's about five foot two, uh, one hundred and twenty pounds, and with that big that big mustache, uh, weighs more than the rest of his body. And uh, he's calling Dan Bongino. He used to be Secret Service and military. Um, he's calling him a punk. I'm just thinking, man, this would be more fun if they did it in the studio side by side. And he did that. I think that would be more entertaining. Be like an MMA fight. So uh, it's just it's just crazy. Hey, you know what? All these Palestinian people are getting killed with with weapons that the United States sold to Israel. Oh, my God. It's, it looks like we're we're complicit in this thing. You know what? This is not a this yeah. is not a new thing, and the and the Israelis have to have to defend themselves when they get attacked. And the fact that we supported them by giving them or selling them selling them weapons doesn't mean the United States is complicit. It means we support Jews and Christians. And you see, now it's turned into a now it's turned into a, a tax, anti-Semitic attacks in in the United States. And you just see this stuff, and it's 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 ugly. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez made a statement. For decades, the U.S. has sold billions of dollars in weaponry to Israel without ever requiring them to respect basic Palestinian rights. In so doing, we have directly contributed to the death, displacement, and disenfranchisement disenfranchisement of millions. How did, how did uh, AOC know, know a word that big? Ocasio-Cortez, in a statement announcing the resolution of disapproval, at a time when so many, including President Biden, support a ceasefire, we should not be sending direct attack weaponry to Prime Minister Netanyahu to prolong this violence. I think everyone's kind of looking at this at the wrong angle. Hey, anyway, so think about that, folks. I'm sure we'll be talking about it more because this is not going to stop this week and there's not the ceasefire doesn't mean that. Anyway, uh, I'll, I'm all out of time for this episode of the main event. My name's Ed Hoffman. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back again with you next week. Hi everyone, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event heard weekends right here on AM590 The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that has accumulated in your bank account from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available, so if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. AM 590, the answer.